0: Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast, Strictly anonymous podcast. conversations with online
1: hey welcome to the strictly anonymous podcast with kathy if you haven't followed the strictly anonymous podcast yet on instagram and Twitter, follow me at strict anonymous if you haven't followed the show on instagram or twitter did i just say that i just said that <laughs> if you're on a podcast app make sure to follow my show give me a five star a review if you love my show If you're on YouTube, make sure to like and share my videos and subscribe. Subscribe to me on uh, if you want to be on the show. It's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody remains anonymous on my show. I change your voice. I'll change your name. You could call me from a phony block number. All I want to hear is your true story. If you want to be on the show, go to strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on Be on the Show. Or send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Now, do not send me an email that says I want to be on your show. Send me an email with the information of what you would be talking about on my show, okay? Give me that information in your first email, or you will not hear back from me. (laughs) Send me that email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Now, if you just have a confession you want to, Give you could call my confessions hotline. You could call that number twenty four seven. The number is 347 It's three four seven four two zero three five seven nine. You could call that number. Like I said, twenty four seven. You have four minutes to leave a message. I change all the voices over there. You all those confessions are aired on my Patreon. My Patreon's just five dollars a month, and you're gonna hear all the naughty confessions that I got on my phone and my confessions hotline up until this point, so there's over a 100 of them. You also see anonymous sexy pics of all the girls that called into my show. You also get Q&As. You also get all of my episodes early and ad-free, and you get access to my private Discord, where people are getting X-rated, super naughty, hooking up with each other, showing all kinds of things over there. Okay, I don't get involved in my Discord, but it is a community of my listeners over there having effing fun now you could only get to my discord through going through my patreon but it's only five dollars a month it's patreon.com strictly anonymous podcast that's patreon.com strictly anonymous podcast everything that i just talked about will be in the description so today i have on emily i love emily she's super interesting she's got a lot of stuff going on because she had some stuff go on when she was younger that was super interesting like she had some group sex experiences that were pretty funny She also, though, when she was younger, she said in her email, oh, I worked at a nudist hotel, but it was more than a nudist hotel. It was like a nudist swinger hotel. Okay. And the whole story of how she wound up working there and what she had to do while she was working there and what she saw while she was working there. Oh my God. I could have spent like a fucking hour just asking questions on that because I've gotten that story before. But, you know, from the guest point of view, for people that have been to those kind of places, never from the employee point of view and let me tell you the employees at the nudist colony were naked too okay so just just gotta hear the whole fucking story of that that's what we start out on it's super interesting but she also then talks about how recently she's married but she did wind up recently having an on line like cheating affair with a guy that they both met together and it really made her realize that she just wants to live out more of her sexual fantasy she kind of put all that stuff aside while she's been married she was pretty promiscuous and into a lot of different things when she was younger but once she met the one which is her guy who she's totally into she kind of put that on the side and she never really was open about her fantasies with him. So she started living some stuff out with this guy via Snapchat. And she talks about what they did, how she met him, you know, what that was all about. But she always felt super guilty about it. And she eventually ended it and decided to try to take her fantasies and talk about them with her guy. And that's where she's at now. And one of her fantasies, okay, is lactation. She loves nothing more than lactation. I mean, she's a woman that's into that Herself, she has watched it. She loves seeing women do it. She wanted to lactate herself. She wound up being honest about that to her guy. He was like, fuck yeah. He was into it too. They are... (laughs) Literally pumping away, okay? She's got the pills coming in the mail from some other country. She talked all about it because she's been investigating this whole lactation thing because it's always been like a secret fantasy of hers. And then after she had this affair, she realized she just needs to be more open about all the things that she's into. She wants to live her life with her partner, on board with all of the stuff that she's into. So she just decided to be more honest. That's what I love about her this episode is like that transition that she made Because when she was honest with her husband, it turned out they're both into the same fucking thing. Who would have guessed? I don't know. She called and left a confession on my confessions hotline about the lactation fetish. So when I aired it on my Patreon, all these guys were like, oh my God, fuck yeah. So I knew that a lot of guys have that fantasy. But she's a girl that's really into it too. And it turns out her husband is. And now she wants to live out all kinds of other things with him. She talks about all of that. Her whole story is super interesting. I loved her. You're going to love her too. She sent me in pics. Those pics are over on my Patreon, but I'm going to be right back on with Emily.
0: This is the Strictly Anonymous
1: Podcast. Uh, hi, Emily. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How
0: are you today? I'm well. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for you to come on because you got a couple things going on here. I feel like we're going to have chapters. There's chapters in your story. There's two major parts of it to me. There's some stuff when you're younger that's super interesting. When you were young, like in your early 20s, first of all, you've done some group sex in your early 20s. We're going to talk about that real quick. But you also worked at a nudist resort. And like the reception, as the receptionist, I really have never got that angle of a nudist resort, right? I've, I've talked to the people that have gone and I talked to the swingers and the people that are there. Never have I talked to the workers, but I would love to get your quick analysis of what that was like as a young girl working there. But the other stuff that's going on with you is you did cheat on your first husband with your current husband, right? So you're, you had that one episode in your life. You're married to another guy. You just went on testosterone you're in your 40s which is the horniest time uh, anyway and the fact that you went on testosterone on top of it you're going to be like having gangbang soon okay i'm just going to tell you but what <laughs> yeah, you <let's> did <laughs> is you met some guy recently and you didn't step out physically, but you did step out like virtually and you did have an online virtual, very naughty, let's jerk off together and watch each other kind of thing going on with a guy behind your current hus- husband's back, right? And this is all happening yeah. now. And then the other thing that you have going on, which is very interesting, it was something that you called into my confessions hotline to talk about. And this is why I got mm-hmm. you on the show and I thought we were just going to talk about this, but you have all this other stuff going on, but <laughs> you and your husband have <laughs> a lactation fetish okay you literally sent me like a video of you lactating in your fucking parking lot I'm like what if I got look at these people <laughs> Oh, my God. And when I aired your confession on my Patreon, so many guys were like, oh, my God, I can't wait to hear it. So obviously, your husband's not the only one that's fucking into it. I find it interesting that you might be into it, too. But we will get there. Let's, like, start all the way in the beginning. And I just want to hear that stuff that you did when you were younger. Which came first, the group sex or working at the nudist resort? (laughs) The group sex. (laughs) Now, is that just, like, drunken flings with bunches of people at parties? Like, what went down with those group sex things?
0: The the largest one I had was, there were six of us total, and I was dating a guy who was best friends with a set of twins, and one of the twins were dating my best friend, and then the other twin had a, a girlfriend as well, and we were all, this was back in Florida, we were young, 19, out drinking, hanging out, went back to my boyfriend's house to swim and get in the hot tub. And one thing led to another before I knew it, like all six of us are in the shower and everyone's fucking each other and touching each other. And it was a pretty large shower and the guys had all the girls lined up against the glass and we're fucking them. And the glass broke and no my boyfriend's way. dad was home. Yeah. And he opens the door and it's all three couples just freeze. And he just looks at us and shakes his head and was like, Get dressed,
1: get out. <laughs> oh my God, was his son there? I hope his son wasn't there, but he
0: just his saw. Oh my God, no, his son whole- was there because no, oh I was fucking him. Oh
1: my God, that was <laughs> must have been so confusing for that poor father. Because oh my God, it there's so like was. information overload, a bunch of hot young girls, everyone's fucking naked, but also you just busted his fucking bathroom. Plus, his son is there. <laughs> oh my God, that poor dad. <laughs> yeah. So
0: this was also around the same time that I was also working for a hotel chain in Cocoa Beach and we used to have the B team for the baseball players come through. So whenever I'd get off work, I would just make myself a key to whatever guy's room that had invited me over so just what are you talking random- about
1: no 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 you're losing me here okay i don't live in Cocoa okay. beach and i don't understand what the fucking the b team is or any of this shit so are you telling me that like professional baseball people came through town and stayed at the hotel and would hit on you and you go home and fuck them i don't understand
0: sure yeah exactly exactly oh, okay. <laughs> i worked with, i was the front desk receptionist which okay. is how i lead into this is how i how i eventually wind up working as a receptionist for an all-nude resort yeah but let's start here experience. where you're
1: banging the baseball right, right. players yeah yeah go on
0: yeah so it's like the college b team they're the ones doing the tryouts and florida is a big area that a lot of baseball players come not just their local teams but other teams come and they do the tryouts and they they get picked and they get planted for the second roster and these young men were coming in and i'm 20 20 something 21 22 they're 20 something and i'm like hey you're hot you're hot what are you doing later and there's the three guys staying to a room well i'm sorry there would be two guys one per bed and so I would just hook up with whoever.
1: How many guys do you think you banged? Like how many of those baseball players that came through town did you wind up hitting up?
0: Maybe 15 or 20. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: So now how do you go from being a receptionist at this regular hotel to a receptionist at a nudist hotel?
0: Um, I'm going to kind of jump around here a little bit. My, basically, I was... Under 21, I was still living at home. We moved to another state where I entered into a relationship for three years that it the relationship had become emotionally abusive and was beginning to become physically abusive. And I asked my mom for help to escape it. And she's a travel nurse and she said, Well, I'll take a job in California for the summer and you can come with me. And that's pretty much how I followed my mom out to California. We didn't realize whenever we took this assignment or she took the assignment in desert hot springs in the middle of summer, that most of the town rolls up for the summer. It's like a, like quiet, So nice. when I started. I thought, oh, I'll find a job bartending or waiting tables for a few months. So I'm having a hard time. I've applied to 10 different restaurants. Everyone's closed for the season. I'm like, what am I going to do? I don't really want to go get a job at a grocery store or whatever. So I get on Craigslist and I see an ad for a receptionist. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. So I write, here's my resume, blah, blah, blah. And they invite me to come out. So the day of the interview, I show up and there's this nine foot privacy fence. And I have to ring, a basically like a ring doorbell, which those didn't exist then, but it was something similar. And then the little screen pops up. And they're like, oh, are you here for the interview? I'm like, yeah, sure, I am. And then I come inside. Someone comes to greet me, and they're wrapped in a sarong. It's a lady. And she shows me where to go and sit. She says, like, here's the lockers. If you want to go ahead and take all your clothes off, can I get you a margarita? And I'm like, what kind of interview is this?
1: Did they say that this was like a nudist yeah. post?
0: It, yes, it, it, did. it was like this is a, a nude resort for adults, but it wasn't implied that you would also be nude. So I, w- I wasn't oh I didn't know.
1: But you still <laughs> so- went. <laughs>
0: Oh, of course, of course, okay. I did. Why you not? A like, job. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, and at the time, at the time, the pay was thirty dollars an hour, which was huge. So I go. They welcome me. The the receptionist says, "Oh, go sit here. You'll be meeting with John. He'll be out in a minute. He's the owner. Him and his wife own the place." And I'm like, okay. And so I take my clothes off and put them in the locker. Whoa, and wait,
1: I am wait, just wait, like. Wait, 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 Stop. I'm sorry. But yeah. like when she yeah. says, hey, take your, go in the back, take your clothes off. You didn't know that you were going to. But when, now that it's put on the table for you, you're like, okay, I'll go do it. No nerves. No nothing. I would have been horrified. No.
0: Oh, yeah. No. The nerves are totally there. But so we're, the area that she showed me to to meet him yeah. was a, a, a poolside. We're all outside. There's other nude people. And there's two little lawn not lawn chairs, but tanning chairs that you would lay out on set to the side that stay reserved. And she's this is going to be your space. John will be out to meet you. The locker rooms are over here. Go ahead and take your clothes off because the the whole rule at this particular facility was as soon as you got in as a guest and I checked you in and gave you your keys, I'd take you to your room and I'd say, okay, please if you're going to come back out it has to be either nude or just a towel but we don't they didn't allow any clothing in the main outdoor area
1: good news strictly anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show so if you lead an interesting naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous if you're out and proud that's cool too three, five, seven, nine. You could call that number 24 seven. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description.
0: So imagine like a horseshoe of hotel rooms, and then there's a pool and hot tub and a dance floor and a circular bed that moves and then the, all these chairs around it. Right. It's so, it's so hot. I like, I actually want to take my husband back here now that we're starting to explore more, but we'll get to that.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. But wait, So, but when she says you're going to get fucking naked, you, you just feel like, okay, this is what I got to do. So you get naked and yeah. go out. Oh my God. You got yeah. balls. I, w- I think I would have left. <laughs> I would have been too nervous.
0: I, I, I like contemplated for a second. I'm like, okay, <laughs> am I, what am I, what am I doing? What am I getting myself into? Oh but my I was there by myself. No one knew I was there. My mom didn't know what I had applied for. So I was just like, fuck it. What source? Yeah. Happen? I give you credit. I,
1: I like people that are more ballsy than I am. Like, I think I think I think would have been too shy to do that. And I've been to nude beaches and stuff, but, like, I went with a boyfriend. In that situation, I think I would have run for the hill. So I give you credit that you were like, <laughs> I'm just going to fucking do it. So you got naked and go out to the pool area? Mm-hmm. So okay.
0: I, I went to the locker room, put my clothes away, and then I came back out and sat at the assigned chairs. <laughs> and then the, the owner and his wife, well she comes back later but like the owner comes out introduces himself and he asked me do I want a margarita and I was like I guess like I've never had someone offer me a drink in an interview
1: but fuck it let's go you've never been naked <laughs> in an interview either and
0: he's just standing yeah, here nude
1: he's nude too right I mean he's off yes okay. yes
0: <laughs> yes and he's redheaded and I just I remember him being like in his 40s and he has this red bush around his dick and i'm just like oh my god what is going on i saw one of <laughs> those i, I couldn't
1: believe it it's very red right orange yeah, orange yeah. yeah yeah so
0: i don't know it was kind of hot but i'm like i my nerves were going so i did want the drink and so i i he gives me a margarita and then he asked me if I want a shot of tequila too and I was like yep yep, let's just do this I can't like I can't I'm so He's trying to
1: fuck you I think I mean like why is he trying to get you so drunk oh my god here's a drink and a shot of tequila on top of it. Honestly
0: though I needed it I needed it to calm my nerves and then and then it was very professional after that I was like hey so tell me about your experience and I told him about working at this place that's a high tourist area near Cape Canaveral where you've got a lot of people coming out to see shuttles and stuff like this spring break fall Blah, blah, a lot of nudity because you, in back and forth, you've got wet t-shirt contest and tiny bikinis and blah, 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 right? So he was, I think you're going to fit in here and he explains my duties. He's, but we do require that you be nude because we want to set the example that people that come on the property that they, we don't want them to wear clothes. That's the whole reason why people come here is to have experiences. The only time that they would allow any type of clothing was they would have theme nights like Friday or yeah, Saturday, it would be like yeah. lingerie. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So the, the thing about this property was there was only about 15 rooms. They were all really nice suites. But you could also purchase day passes. So if you were a couple, you could purchase a day pass. Or if you're a single female, you could purchase the day pass, but they didn't allow any single males. Mm-hmm. And it was an open free for all. And so I had never really experienced group sex, outside of that one yeah, yeah. clusterfuck yeah. right so mm-hmm. then i'm like so part of we had cameras all over the facility to make sure that people were safe everything wasn't recorded but it was monitored right so if that way people could say well i didn't give consent it's get murky right right so we would have these <laughs> we have to watch the monitors in the in the office and it's 11 p.m and there's six Chicks in the hot tub just gang banging and giving blowjob after blowjob, or like I, I make my jaws dropping. I'm literally getting paid just to work. And be nude and and watch porn. At, Can I ask you a question?
1: Day. Were you hot and horny sure. jerking off there in your seat? Oh, I all mean...
0: the fucking time. Oh.
1: Were there cameras on you too? So like you might have been watching and jerking off and then somebody was watching your camera that was on you, watching you jerk off to watching the other people gangbang <laughs> that's what's probably what's going exactly.
0: Down. I'm sure <laughs> it was like so meta. <laughs>
1: Oh, wait, yeah, can I ask they, you a quick question? Did your mom mm-hmm. know that this is where you were working?
0: Oh, God, this is so awkward. Okay, so I lied to my mom. Yeah, of course. And I tell yeah. her I got a job. I, I tell, her, tell her I get a job at this hotel. Yeah. It's like a super private swanky hotel. <laughs> so towards the end of it, my mom's like, I really want to come see you at your work. Is there a bar? I can come sit and have a drink. It's my day off. And oh I'm God. like, no, sorry, mom. I, I, I'm i not. We've got a big, we've got a convention in town. I can't. Blah, blah, blah. And I like, I make excuse after excuse after of excuse. Until I just can't make anymore. And then I think it was like the last week or two of, of us being there. She finally surprises me at work and rings the fucking doorbell. And I answer what? the reception. What? And I'm like, oh, because, okay, make so it? when you make a reservation, no, 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 no. So when you make a reservation at the space, yeah, you we give you very detailed in, uh, instructions on how to check in and what time you can check in and what to expect at check in. And so you shouldn't be getting a doorbell ringing unless you already have someone on the books, right? Of so course. we should yeah, be anticipating yeah. every person. So this doorbell rings. My fucking mom. Oh my God. So she rings and I'm like, Bob, I can't you need to leave now. Now now. And I will I will text you. Oh and so God. I get home and she goes, You're working at a nudist colony? And I was like, Yeah, I am. It pays thirty dollars an hour. And she's like, Oh, could could I come in sometime? I was like, Fuck no, dude. I don't wanna see you naked. And oh my I don't God.
1: want that's great. That's so hilarious. we just kept it
0: as a we kept it as like a nudist colony.
1: Your place was not just a nudist. Resort it was kind of like a swingers resort like a nudist swingers resort because there was a lot of sex going down
0: There was so much sex there was one room in particular that was actually like the grand suite that was a first floor with a um, second uh, story balcony that overlooked the pool. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, the first week I worked there, this guy and a lady had booked it for the weekend. And I just checked them in. I'm like, here's your room. Please respect the rules. Don't come out without your clothes. Like, you can wear a towel, but there's clothes <laughs> without it in any the of the water. So, it's like and, they, <laughs> and then they immediately go up to the balcony and just start banging in front of the full, like, we're completely at capacity for a Saturday <laughs> day. And I was just like, hell yeah, this is amazing.
1: Oh my god! How many times did you get hit up by guests? I mean, because you're like the youngest person there, probably right? And you're fucking naked. No,
0: actually, no. They no. kept they kept an entire staff of women between the ages of like twenty and thirty. I mean, even the all the housekeepers. Oh, the staff, were nude. Right, right? Oh. Oh yeah God. yeah oh so yeah probably yes as staff i was i was we're all about the same age but as people that were hanging out there yes yes wow And we actually right. had a wall think about we had that. a wall of celebrities that was like bill clinton and the cast of friends wait and it's a pretty what do you mean yes. wait, 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 wait.
1: what do you mean that they were there
0: yes signed autographed copies of the all the famous celebrities that had visited that area
1: that area or that resort? No, no,
0: no, no, that resort. Sorry, that resort.
1: The cast of friends came as the cast. I don't buy that.
0: I don't know. I mean, it was on the wall. It was signed. I, it was before my time. So I just took it with a grain salt. So, Maybe yeah. it
1: was like a regular hotel before it became like that. I mean,
0: I don't think or, Bill
1: Clinton could or, technically put his name to something like that. Even if he did do it on the GL, sure. we never know. But I don't think he'd say he'd let himself be on the fucking wall. He can't. the He was the president. I agree
0: with you. I agree with you. What I'm telling you is that my young, naive self was like, oh, this is this is cool. And I believed it. You're right. No, no, no. Listen, your whole
1: experience there is fucking fascinating. We don't need the celebrities (laughs) to be added to the story to make it
0: interesting. It was so silly.
1: It's interesting enough. But wait, so did you ever wind up hooking up with anyone there while you're there? Because I'm assuming you're like you said, you're super horny. You're seeing sex all over the place. Everyone's fucking around you. Like, I know you jerked off while you were watching things. Did you ever hook up with anybody while you were there?
0: No, so they had a very staunch rule that you that can't wrap. Like a terrible right. offense. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, and you don't want to open those doors because then it becomes a slippery slope. And part of the fun thing was like once the once your roster for the day is all checked in, you're like, all right, everyone's settled in. It's 11 a.m. We had these super squirters that we would fill with tequila and we'd walk around the pool naked and give out shots to all of the people staying on property, which was oh one my of my favorite things to do. Oh
1: my God. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was wild. That and I, is I don't wild.
1: Know. Now, did you see a lot of attractive people there? What were? This is my last question because we have so much to talk about, and but this story is so fascinating to me. I could probably ask you questions to fill up a fucking hour. But like, you know, what were the demographics of the people that showed up at that resort? Like, was it all across the board? Was it typically older people, younger people, attractive people, not attractive people, like wealthy people? Everything. Everything. Right. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, it was I everything, think. and it.
0: it I, and I would. I would say it was probably a good spread on a on a Saturday you might see a couple of really pretty women and a couple of hot men and then it was like average after that which was still fun to watch I didn't give a shit watching people come out with strap-ons and the lingerie nights what kind of cool shit did people come up with but yeah no it was it was really neat
1: Wow. I'm surprised that you didn't get into the lifestyle after that or anything. I mean, because you're so like sort of almost like you're like on the peripheral, but you're really because you're naked and you're there. Like, I'm surprised that didn't set you up to start going to those kinds of places after that. But you didn't really, right?
0: No, I had never.
1: no. No, I mean, even after that, right? So after that, you wind up getting married, right? Let's get to the story where you meet your husband. You cheat on your one husband with your husband
0: mm-hmm so at, i don't know at the age of 29 i met this guy we were we dated for six weeks and then we were engaged and we we're married by six months and so i met my my current husband he's my best friend we used to bartend together and we bartended together for two and a half years before he and i ever like Hucked connected yeah, yeah so one night he comes over we get drunk my husband goes to bed My first husband goes to bed and I wound up fucking my best friend (laughs) slash now husband on the hood of his car, my husband's car at the time, in the garage. (laughs) And I'm like so pissed off at this guy. I'm like, fuck you. You're supposed to be my friend. This is not okay. Like my whole life is upside down. What, What the fuck is wrong with me? Why would wait, word, you blamed I- him?
1: You blamed him for fucking you on the car? Uh, you- <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, did he rape That's you? Right. I don't think so.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it was very welcomed. It was just unexpected.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And cuz you had just got married, but did, were did you were you not that happy with the guy?
0: Oh, uh, I think I was just young and dumb and rushed into something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I woke up one day and was like I'm not going to be like my grandmother was, slaving Working full time for a man and coming home and doing the child rearing and cooking and like that typical southern bullshit that people used to do 50 years ago. I woke up one day. And I was like, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> You're like, you got to pull your weight, or I'm out. And that's pretty much how it happened.
1: So you stay, but you because you had the side piece, and you were like, you fucked him in the car, and you realized that you got this mm-hmm. connection going on. You wind mm-hmm. up immediately with him, right? I mean, it, that's the transition. Kinda.
0: At one point, I told my current husband who was my side piece i was like you're gonna have to be okay with being the second person and he's like, i'm fine with it i'm fine with it and that lasted like all of a week and i was like no i can't do this i don't want to juggle this drama i just i just want to be who i am so i move forward with the divorce and then he and i start dating like officially dating Three months after my divorce, right,
1: and then now you wind up marrying this guy, and you're totally faithful to him. Like you said, he's your best friend. This is the keeper. You're finally on track with your life.
0: Like literally, I've never had like a like a traditional um, relationship with a man who pulls his weight, is financially responsible, is emotionally responsible, who communicates. Like it was just like weird. It was the most un. like any of the other relationships I had ever had, well, that's why was, they like, call no, no, no,
1: but that's why right. they call it the quote unquote the one. He was the one. He was the one. Yeah, he he was. was. Yeah, he Is, he checked still. all the boxes. Right. Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But so he's the one right you're faithful to him this whole time no longer young and dumb and doing all this crazy stuff and right. not fucking anyone on cars and everything but somehow right. right along the line very recently you and him go away and you meet some guy right he's there with you when you meet this guy that you have this snapchat uh-huh. thing with right uh-huh. all right so let's talk uh-huh. about that
0: okay so we take an international trip for a concert mm-hmm. and it's my 40th birthday And I jump on Reddit and there's like a meetup for people that are fans of this concert and they're all going to meet up at this one place. And someone had reached out to me and was like, Hey, are you going to be there? And I was like, yeah. And so I'm telling my husband about how I've met this person on Reddit in the subgroup for this same band. And, and he, and I tell him like, he, he wants uh, us to come to this meetup. And my husband kind of on, on the fence. Uh, but I wind up convincing him, and we go, and we make a bunch of friends, three or four, that we, we still stay in touch with this entire group yeah, to yeah. this day. Mm-hmm. And so we go to the concert. We have a great time. After the concert's over, we end up going back to one of the other guys' flats in this international city and do some psychedelics and a couple more drinks, and we watch the sun come up. And we had to get on a train the next day to another country. So it was just like kind of a whirlwind. Anyway, so fast forward, we were back from vacation. That was early part of the year. And two or three months in, this person and I, are we're all friends, my husband included. We're all friends on Instagram. And I'm posting selfies, like how my day is going, yada, yada. I'm in the car a lot for work. I drive. So I'm constantly distracting myself while I'm driving, posting, or whatever, listening to new music. And he's, hey, is it okay if I send you some flirty messages whenever you post these selfies? And I was like, finally, I've been waiting for you to get the hint that I'm posting them for you. And he was like, just blindsided.
1: No, but I'm a little blindsided, no, but I'm a little blindsided too, because you didn't tell me anything about I mean at this point it's like he's our friend and my husband's a friend I mean on what was going on with you that you were looking for attention from this guy
0: oh I wasn't okay okay so so whenever we first introduce ourselves on Reddit he's like hey I'm gonna send you a friend across on Instagram um here's just a snapshot of who I am so that you know when I request so I see I click on the link I look at it I open it I see this man that is like salt and pepper fucking muscular, covered in tattoos, just full on daddy. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I knew in that moment I wanted to get fucked and I was fucked. This was not going to end well for me. I knew it in that moment.
1: And then this is the guy that you and your husband go to meet and then you wind up staying Mm -hmm. friends and you're Mm -hmm. friends, but Mm -hmm. you're sending these pics, Mm -hmm. but you got the hots for him. You left Mm -hmm. that out of the story. Exactly. okay? Okay. So he's like physically your type, like he's just super hot.
0: Oh, actually, no, he's not my type. He is, like, the opposite end of the spectrum. Like, I I love my little tall, lanky, green bean men that have their big dicks and (laughs) their long hair.
1: (laughs) I know that type, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's not. He's post-military, and he also does have long hair, but he's, like, salt and pepper. He he and I are only one year apart. There's just this cosmic connection, and he used that term first and i agree with him like it's one thing after another we are always aligning always aligning and he told me flat out like that he was in an open relationship what is it ethically non-monogamous yeah and that got my wheels turning and i like start doing more reading on this and i don't know like this guy is just fucking hot and then eventually our snapchat like friendship turns into us just full-on masturbating when we can and yeah, like I, I'm just like chomping at the bit for every private moment I get to send him sexy pics, but I'm also feeling guilty at the same time because this is like it, it started and then it went on for almost eight months. I finally got to the point where like I, I have to stop. Like I, I, I love my partner. And I, if I'm going to move further into this territory, I want it to be with my partner.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, like, basically, I want the same thing. I want to have my cake and eat it, too. But I don't know if my partner, my, my husband now, if he... I kind of brought it up to him. I was like, hey, would you ever be interested in a threesome? He's like, fuck yeah. And I was like, what if it was another man? And it was like, uh Perk <laughs> So...
1: Well, listen, you don't need to start there with your husband. You felt it out like at the top of the mountain. Would you be into me fucking someone (laughs) else? I mean, you could have said like, hey, would you be into like, like us just like getting attention, posting naked pics of ourselves online, like doing naughty things. There's a lot of things you could start with to get your, your guy involved in the stuff that you're looking for. You like attention. You like for the adulation.
0: So, so let me, so let me, like you said earlier, I'm just like full on, full on balls the wall. That's exactly how I started it. So few months back and then now fast forward to where we are now i've been like slowly trickling stuff out there so the other night we're being intimate and i had a couple drinks on board and i just said hey can i tell you something and he's what and i was like i really want to make milk for you i really want to just like
1: who's this to your husband or the other My husband husband. oh this is where our lactation fetish comes in okay
0: (laughs) yeah so the 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 other the other guy things have slowed down it's pretty much Yeah, but
1: I can't skip past that. We can't get to the, I have questions about that, okay? Could you just hold on, stop balls to the walls with me, okay? Take it down (laughs) enough. We have 30 more minutes left, okay? So let's not get to the lactation yet. I mean, you have this whole eight months thing where you are like Mm -hmm. jerking off with a guy Mm -hmm. on Snapchat Mm -hmm. every minute Mm -hmm. you can behind your husband's back. Like, where the fuck would your husband be? Like, would you be in the bathroom and your husband would be in bed? So,
0: my husband works every other week open-closed. So, on the off weeks where he was closing and I would come home from work at a normal hour, was, like, we would... He and the, the Snapchat guy, me and the Snapchat guy, would we had a code, like, O and C. Is it open week or is it a closed week? And so, closed weeks, we were spending our time together in the afternoons.
1: Oh, okay. So, your husband was never home?
0: No. And I even... Bought a selfie stick just so I could take even hotter pictures to share. Oh, my God.
1: Hilarious.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. So, like, when
1: you were jerking off, what would you do? Put your phone across the room and lay on your bed paint the picture?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. We would set up a time. And I would always get excited ahead of time. Have my get my sticks set up and take pictures <laughs> and cute lingerie yeah, and yeah. whatever. And we would edit. And then I would start sharing those pictures before our appointment time. Yeah. Our scheduled time together. And then we'd get on and we're like, oh my God, you're so fucking hot. No, you're so fucking hot. And yeah, we would, I'd look at his pre-cum and I would show him how wet he'd made me. And it was just, yeah, it was fucking hot.
1: Yeah, cuz really it's super hot. naughty on so many different mm-hmm. levels, right?
0: Mm-hmm. But you're
1: also feeling guilty. Like a- after you would come all those times, like is that when you would feel guilty Course. like right after Pre-cum, it was over? Yeah. yeah.
0: Post-cum clarity. <laughs> post not clarity. Yeah. Yes, girls yeah. have it too.
1: Everybody has exactly. it. Exactly. Oh my yeah. god. But then you'd go back for more because it's probably like highly addictive.
0: It was. And and that's something that he Snapchat guy and I would talk about, it's like, we both have like trauma responses and like how we're we're all in therapy. We all talk about how how we get this uh, attachment syndrome and addictive personality and things like that. So a lot of it bleeds over into the sexual place. of course. Um, And we talked every single day for for eight months. I mean, almost exclusively every single day, except for the weekends when we're both with our spouses, we had code for if you're going to share a picture, you would say, are you hungry? I like to cook oh a lot gosh. so I post, yeah so I was like it, making sure the room was clear can I share this picture with you
1: yeah Are you yeah, yeah yeah you guys were really yeah. full on like fucking Talk. lying to your Seriously. partner's undercover secret little uh, online affair now why was so was he just do he didn't have codes for himself, did he because he was supposedly in a very open relationship, right so were there okay, codes for so him that's
0: where it gets a little complicated so yeah. he and his he and his wife uh, experienced an unexpected pregnancy that wound up uh being ended naturally like she she miscarried and i didn't, wasn't really privy to a lot of what was going on and i had sent him like a topless snap and he was laying in bed next to her and opened my snap and then told me like hey you can't just send pictures without warning and i was like whoa whoa i tried to lay these boundaries down with you like three weeks ago but you're like he, he just was so excited. He's let's get to the good stuff. This was the first time we were ever sharing. So this was very early on in our, in our affair. So that's when we kind of started setting boundaries and rules and regulations for how we were going to communicate. But essentially his lady saw this like unsolicited tit pick <laughs> and was not really happy with him because she's grieving and she's emotional. And, and I, then I felt, wow, this is fucked up, dude. Like you're, You've hurt someone that didn't. Anyway, yeah. So, so because of that, she knows who I am. She knows of that. We have a kind of a more than friendly relationship. And I, I'm, I've been talking about about this with my therapist. My therapist is convinced that he's not in an open relationship. Yeah, me too. Just lucky cheating. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. me too. Yeah,
1: yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Because that's why I asked. Like, I get why Mm -hmm. you would have codes, right? But if he Uh has fucking codes, Uh then I don't Uh buy the whole open relationship because most of the time in open relationships, there is people love the sharing of it and the knowing of it. Most of the time, it's not don't ask, don't tell. Most open relationships nowadays, the real progressive ones, it's kind of like, oh fucking open do it and share it with me tell me show me that fucking titty pic she just sent you there's no like codes that need to be given so exactly. i don't necessarily believe that he was in an open relationship and trust me guys and girls that you know want to get what they want and they will fucking lie yeah. in situations like that so that you don't feel bad yeah. he's gonna think you're more likely to engage with him if you as a woman think that his woman is okay with it
0: hmm. And I and I agree with you. And like, and my therapist, <laughs> she's convinced as well. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But you yeah, stopped it with so, him, right?
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. How are still friends?
1: Okay, but how did that go? I mean, were you just like, I can't do this anymore? I feel too guilty? Was that mm-hmm. what stopped it?
0: No, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's really weird. Like I have not had the same level of openness and communication outside of my marriage. Ever that I have with him, it's almost equal. I'm actually, I I told him I was doing this interview.
1: Yeah, yeah right. You. He knows, and your guy doesn't know, right? I get it, huh?
0: Right, right. Yeah. So it it's just weird. I it, I just told him straight up, like I it was stressing me out. I was losing sleep. I felt like I was getting protective of my phone. And I just felt like it's just a matter of time until I hang my own rope and I'm not willing to sacrifice my entire life for this. Yeah, because... you're smart
1: because you were. And you would. Yeah. That's first of all, it's exhausting leading a double life. Exactly. And the people who mm-hmm. feel guilty are the people that get caught. You will, would have, mm-hmm. you would, you will eventually wind up sabotaging your own fucking happiness. Like seriously, that's what happens when you're doing something that you don't feel right about. It's just, you just can't fucking do it. You know what I mean? That guilt that you felt Mm -hmm. that part of you would have wound up getting you busted if you didn't wind up like ending it. So you did the right thing.
0: Yeah. Well, and so I think a lot of this is a catalyst. Okay. So my Snapchat guy is a catalyst for, I get into this marriage with my husband, my current husband. We're, we've been together for 10 years. We were together for three, married for seven, mm-hmm. and we still are together. But when we got together, it was like the first time in re- my life I'd had a stable, normal relationship. It right. was not it was not normal to me. So I got in, and I've been talking about this with my therapist. I got into this whore Madonna complex where I was like fucking whoever I wanted to fuck. I was fucking chicks. I was fucking guys. I had group sex. I'm having sex on the beach in Florida and California, whatever. I just didn't care. And then I finally meet someone of, of of substance, and I start like shelf that. settle down, you get a shelf good job, that. yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, exactly. I got that, yeah, Buy a house, all that stuff. And so my husband and I, even though we were kind of fun, I really it's kind of vanilla, but like at the time it was very it new and exciting, right? But we never really sat and had those conversations. Like he kind of knew I had had some history, but never anything explicit. Ne- we never talked about desires. We, we, hey, that feels good. I like it when you do that normal bedroom stuff, but not like fantasies and things. Yeah. And then you get to the point where it's gone so long. How do you break the ice? Like, Oh, by the way, I'm into fill in the blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I
1: always talk about that. That it's really you should just start right from the get go when you meet someone because it's almost more embarrassing to bring that shit up with someone you've been with Mm -hmm. the longer you have been with them if you haven't told them 100%. -hmm. I get it. Mm hmm.
0: So the international city that I met my Snapchat friend is a city that my husband and I love to go to and we do a lot of like food play where we put like we go shopping together and then we go back to our Airbnb and he buys me fancy lingerie and I rub these things all over my tits or my clit and it's our thing that we've always done so i think i was already kind of predispositioned to be a little horny when i met my snapchat friend because this is a city that my husband always go to and fuck it out yeah but also this is my 40th birthday and it's like i came home and i'm just like i'm exhausted all the time and we have some medical things that run in the family and so my mom tells me like why don't you go get tested see where your hormones are and see if you're carrying menopause and i'm like okay fine so I go to the doctor that she gets her pellets from, and the doctor's like, "Oh yeah, you're like way tanked on testosterone." So I get my first pellet, and holy fuck!
1: I know, right? Was 20 <laughs> year
0: old was back. Listen, oh no, oh baby, <laughs> which is around the time that I met my Snapchat friend.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I listen that that could that could be the reason. <laughs>
0: Exactly. So now fast forward, I've had two and a half rounds of pellets done at this point. So it's been like eight, nine months and I'm feeling guilty. So I'm like, all right, we gotta, we gotta stop this. If we're going to ever maintain an actual friendship, we have to stop. And that's what we just d- decided. And it's all agreed upon. And then I start thinking to myself, like, why did I want this attention? Oh, because my husband doesn't know who I am sexually. That's why. Yeah. So now then I'm like, hey, would you ever want to have a threesome? And I just spring it on him. The night before, we had a um, party for Fourth of July and some friends were over. We have a lot of friends that are transitioning. We have a lot of friends that are bi, both male and female. We have friends that are poly. And so it, it's, it's kind of already been floating around us. And yeah. so we, we're starting to have more and more conversations like, Hey, would he knows my husband knows that I love women. I love titties. I love men like uh, equally. And so I kind of asked him one night, hey, well, how would you feel about that? And he was like, hell yeah, that'd be awesome. But, you know, we need to talk about it more in depth because you need to set those boundaries and those rules. And, like, yeah, he's making right. sure you're mm-hmm. comfortable. Yeah. Right. Which me, he said yes immediately. I'm like, well, what about a dude exactly. jumping the gun? You should have <laughs> just left it
1: there and started talking about rules, bringing in the girl first. Eventually, he'll realize he's into the yeah. fucking guy.
0: <laughs> so that was back in July. And now we're in November. So
1: lactation, bring in the lactation.
0: Okay. Okay. So I've just been slowly like trying to share more with him or have more conversations with him. And so for Halloween, we'd gone out and we had a couple of drinks and we got a taxi home and then we took some mushrooms and we stopped drinking and we were like doing water and hot tea and we're listening to music and we're dancing around the living room naked. And then we go upstairs to, to get it on and we're like in the middle of it. And he's sucking on my tits and I'm just like, oh my God, this is so good. Fuck, this feels so good. And I've already been watching a lot of lactation porn for years now, but I've never had the balls to like tell him like, fuck, milky titties are so fucking hot.
1: That's interesting uh, that you even have yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh
0: my God. It's just, I can't. It's like women that squirt down below or it's not, as hot to me as women that could squirt from their tits. Interesting. Like
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was always something that you like, like, love to see.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. and I, I want to see it. I want to experience it for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As like a lactating woman, but mm-hmm. I also want to suck on them and feel what it feels like, and I want to nurse. Just oh straight. my god. So I, I just, we're husband and I are having sex, and I'm just like, hey, can I tell you something? because this is part of me learning to, to be more open in the moment. And I was like, he's yeah, of course. What do you, what? And I was like, I want to make milk for you so bad. And he just stops and I'm like, oh no, oh no. And then he's <laughs> like, hell yeah. And then, <laughs> then we just go at it. And so I, in my drunken stupor high stupor, I'm like, well, tomorrow I need you to go buy me breast pumps because there's a whole regiment and, and I'm rattling all this stuff off, like super technical. I have, a, I have a lab background, by the way, so i like, really into chemistry. But
1: it sounds like you had already looked it all up for yourself anyway.
0: Yeah, I had. I <laughs> oh had my been God. studying it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so the next day, we wake up, we go to work, whatever's going on, going on. And two days pass, and he doesn't say anything, and I don't say anything. And I'm like, does he remember? Was he really high? I don't know. And then fast forward that evening, he's like, hey, so the other night, you kind of mentioned something. I was like, yeah, where are my pops? <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, so you do want to do this? And I was like, yes, I want to do this. I've already ordered medication. So with with induced lactation, you can do it naturally from expression, massage, and suckling. Really? But it is a very strict regimen. You you need to wake up in the middle of the night and at least do one 20-minute suckling section. So a lot of people are into these adult breastfeeding relationships. Mm -hmm. It can be dry or wet, wet implying milk. But a lot of women, when they're trying to atri- achieve wet, yeah, they it takes six, eight, nine weeks if you're doing it without any hormones. There is a medication that's available. It is not FDA approved, but it is not illegal. <laughs> and so it helps a lot of women begin that lactation with progesterone. And so I ordered some of those. I'm waiting for them to come in. I think they should be in the next week or two. But in the last two and a half, three weeks, my husband and I have bought pumps. I've been pumping daily. I pump in the middle of the night. We suckle as much as possible. So whenever I come home from work and he's on days and we're both home at the same time, he lays down in my lap, I set a pillow up and he suckles each nipple for 20 minutes. And we're just trying to slowly increase that breast volume and induce, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm really excited.
1: And he is too it sounds.
0: Oh yeah, because I also asked him. I was like, "Hey, so if we if we get to induction, can I start an anonymous Reddit account and share with a lot of these? That's what I want. I was yeah. like, I want to be back into a voyeur. I want I want to be back into my voyeurism. I miss it. That is who I am at the end of the day. I always have been a voyeur."
1: Right. And that's what maybe that Snapchat thing reminded you of. Mm-hmm. That if you're going to exactly. take anything out of it. Hopefully it's in the past. Hopefully your husband never finds out. Hopefully yep. you never go back to that. But yep. if anything, maybe the only positive out of this is it reminded you who you are, what you need to get back to, mm-hmm. what you have to be honest about with your husband and yep. take that into exactly. your relationship. Yeah, that's smart.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just and showing him like the value. And so we started having more conversations about, after we talked about the lactation, I was like, Can I, will you film me and will you, can we share stuff online? And I, I want that, I want that attention. Mm-hmm. And I want it for us together.
1: Right. You don't want to feel guilty about it.
0: Right. Right. And then the night I asked him, mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, would you be okay with all of this as I'm pumping? And he's like, Fuck yeah, that's great. Like, that gets me so turned on. I was like, Babe, I just want to be a fucking porn star, but go to work morning yeah, yeah. unless my unless I can make money and I don't have to go to work but I also told him that same night that he agreed I was like okay well if you're on board with that would you like to go down the street to this park that I really want to fuck at there's this beautiful park it has a creek running through it and we've never had outdoor sex and we just picked a spot and we were having sex on this picnic table and a truck drove by and he came so hard we jumped in the car took off and he's like oh my god I don't even know who you are like it, I don't know. Everything is just so amplified.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's he's right there with you. He's right there with exactly. you. Exactly, that's what I'm saying.
0: And so it's like we we ripped the Band-Aid off of not talking about sex for 10 years, and now we're making up for it.
1: Yeah, isn't that so interesting when you really just start opening up? You might find out that mm-hmm. you really are on the same page. It's just all a matter of communication.
0: I think it's fear. I think it's kink-shaming and like being rejected. No one wants to be rejected.
1: Listen, when I put your lactation fetish confession on, I can't tell you how many guys like, oh, my God, I get her fucking on. That's so hot. I mean, there's probably a lot of guys might not ever tell anyone else that they're into that. But yet, look, the people online are all fucking into it. Look, you brought up to your husband and he was like, oh, my God, drooling over it. I mean, yeah, who knew? I wouldn't have thought that.
0: Exactly, and that was the first thing he said to me when we, like, okay, not that night when I first confessed in yeah, the yeah. and yeah. a couple of drinks on board, but a few days later when we were like, hey, he was like, hey, so you said something the other night, and I was like, yeah, let's fucking do it, and he's like, I have always had this kink, but I never wanted to talk about it because I thought it was weird, and I'm like, me too, let's fucking, let's make some milk, baby. Yeah, and what are the <laughs> odds that you both
1: have the same one? Because I don't know that there's a lot of, listen, the fact that there's a lot of men with a lot of kinks, yeah, but the fact that you're a woman that likes that kink too i think is even rarer so you guys are so like made for each other and why don't you do and listen why don't you start your threesome off with a girl you said you love girls you obviously have been faithful to your husband so you haven't been with a woman Mm -hmm. all this time right
0: nope nope
1: so why don't you start like why leave the guy threesome off the table right now why not do the threesome with the girl first with your guy your guy was on board for that you like women like that's a good start
0: so I'm working up to asking him, I've been doing some research to see mm-hmm. if there's any like swingers clubs in, in our area. I live in a state that has a total population of 1 million and this city, it's very small town minded. So I want to find a place that we can go, that's going to be a place that we can walk into that's far enough away from us potentially running to others that we might see in the community on a daily basis. But yeah. I, I've, I've been researching like swingers clubs that we could drive to. And I kind of want to be like, hey, let's just go, let's just go check it out. Like you were talking to the couple that wrote the book, fucking your way into existentialism. Oh my fucking God. They were like goals for me. I'm like, this is what I want with my husband. Right. I want to be on that same level, but I'm going to have to ease him into it because there's all those jealousy feelings. And he, I don't know how much he knows about reclamation sex. I, I don't know. I don't know.
1: I mean, has he brought up any kind of weird feelings about anything so far? It doesn't sound like it. So you're just assuming all these things. I think he might be more down. I I think, listen, when you... You did bring up the guy really quickly, and he was like, "Wait a second. Mm-hmm. So I would mm-hmm. take that cue and maybe not bring that up. Listen, at the end of the day, if you could lactate for him all the time and get that going, and go down on a girl in front of him and have a threesome with women, and wouldn't that be enough? I mean, that would be a lot to have, right? It's you haven't yeah. had any of that stuff. So if at the end of the day he would never want you to see be with another guy and that's his limit, okay? I mean, couldn't you deal with that sure. if you did I, all I this other stuff? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's That's what I mean. So you don't need to go there yet with him because he did say what the fuck. But you could start with all these other things. He was down for the threesome with the girl. He was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So just set that shit up.
0: Well, hey, didn't we say my name was Emily? But really, yeah. it should be balls to the wall. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, we know you balls to the wall. We don't care about your name. You built are in. balls to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, go balls to the wall with this. It sounds like you already have. And I, I think I
0: think I'm just learning how to communicate better. And I'm, yes. I'm baby steps. I'm making up for 10 years of, of non-sexual conversation.
1: No, and I really give you credit for ending that thing with that guy and taking it for what it was and really taking the lesson out of it and saying, hey, you know what? this was just a sign that I need to be doing this in my real relationship because that's really what's going on. All that other stuff that you sometimes feel for strangers that – you haven't been with, like you said, oh my God, I felt like it was like so instant and we were talking so much. All that stuff is like great, but it's not as real as what you have with your husband. This is someone you've been with for so many years. It's everyday life. Mm -hmm. You guys are on the same page. It sounds like you did meet the one, like you said, and the fact that he was down to your lactation thing and he's also down for a threesome sounds like you're more into this kinky stuff too as well. So it just sounds like it's all... Great. And that he will be open to the things that you want him to be open to. He doesn't sound that vanilla to me.
0: No. And I think it's just getting caught up in societal pressures and filling those like roles as wife and husband. And there's so much more than that. Like, I don't remember who you were interviewing, but it. it, the person said, I'm going to be around till I'm 80. I want to fuck as many people as I can and get as much pleasure as I can Yeah, because you're only here for so long. And I, as long as it, as long as I have that person in my corner and he knows that i'm in his corner and nothing can ever change i don't feel like anything can stop us
1: no and i think it's really great to be able to live out that those kinds of fantasies with a partner you know what i mean mm-hmm. and to know that you're like and and for you especially because you had that madonna horror complex most women do that were raised at a certain time it's different now but mm-hmm. you're in your 40s so You still have to, you worry that you have to have those things separate, but to be able to come into your own and be all of that with your man who loves you, that is your husband and is that all those other things to you, but also could accept you fully realized as a sexual being with all of your fantasies, like that's top of the mountain and that's great. And that's like the real deal. And it sounds like you've been honest with him finally. And it sounds like he's just been right fucking on board. And that's great. That's great. Mm -hmm. And that just shows people, other people listening that were like you listening to other people. Try it out. Try telling your partner what you're fucking into. Yeah, the scariest thing is that they would be like, ew, like, what the fuck? you don't know. But you don't know until you fucking try. Because who knows what people are really thinking about? I never knew that there was a girl into lactation stuff. I don't know. There's probably other way. There has to be, like, you
0: know. There are so many subreddits for lactation.
1: For women being into it, that's what I find fascinating.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That women like that. That's so interesting. And now you're doing it. Mm -hmm. So you're taking the pills and stuff. You're ready to do it?
0: So I'm waiting. I've already so I've ordered the pills. They're coming from another country. Like I said, they're not FDA approved. So they're coming over from Italy. They've already entered customs. I think they're gonna get delivered this week. And then once I start them, it'll take about two to three weeks, hopefully. And I can start
1: lactating Um, wow we're
0: just my husband and I every day we're like where is it tracking number tracking number where is it it's getting closer and then you want to
1: share those videos online and stuff that's what you talked about actually taking it a little further right Mm mm-hmm
0: yeah, yep, and getting some of that voyeurism back. And and that was what I was getting, was that attention, right? Getting that sexual attention, feeling hot. And then I was having reclamation sex, but didn't realize I was having <laughs> reclamation sex, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: and he didn't realize it so, either.
0: <laughs> right, right. So I want to get to where we're like, oh, God, you're so hot. Look at this guy's comments. And then we go bang it out and see where we just start taking baby steps. And he's four years younger than me, so we have another, hopefully, 30 to 40 years 50
1: to bang it out yeah and to fulfill all your if to fill all your fantasies and why not do that why not as a couple share some naughty pics with other people and get the adulation I think that's a great place to start because it's super safe right it's just maybe an online thing but I think you because your balls to the wall it sounds like you guys will eventually take it to the real life too but that's like I, a great I'm sure start it will.
0: I'm trying to steer it that way
1: you're gonna, Emily. Keep me posted. You're <laughs> fascinating to me. I loved all your stories. I could have probably talked about the nudist colony camp or whatever you. Find oh right? my god! <laughs> like so. for an hour, but I knew we had all this other stuff uh, to get to, and I think it's just like super interesting. And like I said, I think you're super interesting, and this your story has a lot wow. of different layers to it, and it's it was great
0: i appreciate you so much i've been a big fan and i've been contemplating like how to share my story and how to formulate it with you so thank you for helping pull it all out oh my god you just got to be fucking honest
1: (laughs) it's great no need to formulate you live the fucking life all you had to do is dish it out to me and tell me it it was like it's fucking great so listen if you want to i mean if you listen to my show all the time that Mm -hmm. if you want to send in Mm -hmm. hot pics of yourself like rated r pics you like the fucking adulation you could send it to yeah. me on my Patreon and I will give you free access to my Discord. It's private. People okay. have to pay, but you will get in for free and talk about like adulation. Like you could go on there and post whatever you want. I don't get involved there, but I have, there's 16, mm-hmm. 1,700 people on there. It's a community of people. It's kind of like a Reddit kind of place, right? But everyone gets right. to post right. whatever they want and there's all kinds of stuff going on there. So feel free to go on there when your episode airs and talk to people you could post whatever you want there but if you can send me some hot pics of yourself if you want like rated r nothing x rated (laughs) if you want to show me like and also like a pic of your (laughs) pumps like i think would be interesting like something like that too because it's so specific can you do that okay cool all right so so get me those sooner than later because your episode will be up soon and thank you so much for calling in it was like fascinating it was great it's a great episode thank you thanks emily bye all right
0: bye